We have a great new artist out of Melbourne via Perth called Harper Bloom. She has a voice that can uplift, refresh and rejuvenate you. This, along with her ability to write personal, heartfelt and relatable tracks, makes her debut EP a glistening gem. It's titled Faith, Sex and Skin and the EP is a snapshot of life, love and experience. She was named as a Big Sound 50 artist for last year and she's been playing shows in her home state and garnering praise all over the place. And she joins us on the Tuck Shop live from Melbourne. Oh, hi, Jules. Thanks so much for that talk up. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. We love Appreciate to gas that. up our guests instantly. Yeah, you definitely did. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be on the show. I've, I haven't really had any chats in on Sydney radio, so this is a, a debut. Well, it's exciting to chat to you, and I'm excited for this EP. We've been playing, we played a couple of tracks from you over the last uh, six to nine months or so, and, and I realise that the EP is maybe a long time coming because it seems like it's probably been pushed back a few times with the whole yeah, uh, pandemic sure. going on but uh, it must be exciting to finally almost get it out in the world yeah i'm so excited because yeah as you said i actually recorded it in 2018 and then with what happened i just started recording more and more tracks and then we just picked sort of the six six best that we thought represented me um and was just really honest storytelling and and flowed the best so these are the six tracks over the last two years that I've that I've picked for the EP. Um, we uh, I've read some stories about how you sort of became to being a recording musician. You've been playing music and making music since you were very little, like I read. But it was only in 2018 that someone maybe encouraged you to do an open mic night. <laughs> Can you tell yeah, us about that's that right. night? Yep. What, what, how did that, what what happened? Like what what was the actual impetus to get you finally on stage? Yeah. Um, so basically, my girlfriend she was. I was in New York um, sort of living with her for about six months while she was doing an internship there and I couldn't work there at the time so I just brought my guitar and I had all these songs that I was writing and um, she sort of said, you know, you should jump up. We'd been going to a lot of open mics and she just encouraged me to jump up yeah. and then the first one I, I got scared and ran away and she basically said she wouldn't talk to me until I went and did one. So, <laughs> so it was definitely my girlfriend. A bit of a, a blackmail there. Tough laugh, yeah. Um, and so living in New York, and I mean, that would have been an inspirational time. I wanted to ask you about it later, but I might as well ask now. Like, it's a such a creative city, such an inspirational place to be. I've been there a couple of times and just loved it. Oh, awesome. how, how did it affect you and your life, but but also your creative um, sort of juices? Yeah, I think, well, if you obviously you've been there, so you know it's just there's so many creative people everywhere you look like writers and musicians and um yeah street performers and so it just really makes you want to sit down and get emerged in the city and just walk around and see people and see different things and read about people that came out of new york like bob dylan and iconic people and it just yeah it's really encouraging to make you feel like oh you know maybe i could give something a shot and you know and so, yeah, definitely makes you want to get up and entertain being there for sure. And you also have been discovering Melbourne over the last year. Was it? Did you really just move there before kind of all the lockdown stuff happened? <laughs> what was it like trying to kind of settle into a new city and, and how did you find community and kind of your place in, in the music scene down there when it was just all a bit chaotic? Yeah, it was. Yeah, luckily, I came over, um, what's the year now, 2021? Oh, goodness. I think it was like two years ago. <laughs> I think it was like, yeah, it was um, June of 2019. So um, it was about eight months before the pandemic hit. So 
So I had about eight months of um, performing at open mic nights here and then forming my band. And we played a few shows um, as, as a band and then it all got locked down. So before that, it was all just solo acoustic stuff. Um, but yeah, it's been a interesting how it's all changed over here. Interesting to say the least, I guess. Um, yeah. And, and tough times, of course, with this latest one where, you know, so yeah. many bands and uh, getting the opportunity to play live again and it sort of pulled the rug out from under you again. I know. It's, it's, it's really, really disappointing. Yeah. Um, just have to be optimistic each time and, like, just be like, okay, we've gotten through it before, we can do it again. <laughs> totally. Um, you're... You were talking about Bob Dylan before, and I think I've read that he was a big influence to you as a child because your parents used to play a lot of Dylan. Um, yeah. What What do you when you think back to sort of when you're young and listening to music? Do, when do you remember the stories and the storytelling from the songs really making an impact on you? Um, maybe it is Dylan, but I'd just be interested to sort of hear if there's other songs or artists that really spoke to you when you were when you were growing up. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, yeah, my dad was a huge fan of Bob Dylan, so I heard him constantly all the time and he's sort of the reason why my dad wanted me to play the guitar because he said you know you could you can be so powerful with words and music um and you can really convey important and strong messages and change people's emotions and sort of outlook on life even so I just thought that was really incredible and yeah I love his storytelling and the way he just took everything around him that he saw and turned it into really iconic and um, memorable, memorable messages. And as well as that, Paul Kelly um, to her door, obviously, is, is just iconic. So, yeah, oh, yeah, I love I love both of those artists. It's a good pedigree, uh, Bob Dylan and Paul Kelly as, as yeah. good influences. Gum, can yeah, you take definitely. us through how this EP came together? I, I, did you kind of have one and then you scrapped it and then, and then make all these new tracks? Like, <laughs> what was the process like of, of pulling um, Faith, Sex and Skin together? Yeah, um, I think I just, well, I'd only been performing at open mics for six months and then I had I had a like a bunch of songs and I messaged Benjamin McCarthy as soon as I got here and um, in Melbourne and we sort of just recorded five songs in a week um, straight off the bat. And so I think from that, uh, like over the past two years, I sort of started writing more and more songs and um, I started to understand what I wanted my sound to be more and I wanted my songwriting to be more, even production-wise. So, yeah, I guess I just... That's why I picked these six tracks because I feel like they represent me the best and it's production-wise um, and storytelling and melody-wise that all sort of um, gel and glued together and... So I feel like it comes across as a good body of work. Mm. Um, so yeah, I've released I've released a bunch of songs, but some of them aren't on this EP. Just three of them are on this EP. Mm. You're mentioning the production there, and Benjamin McCarthy has uh, been a, a big hand in this EP. I hear, and he's done some stuff with G Flip and Alex the Astronaut and Gordy, great yeah. other artists as well. Um, what did Benjamin bring to the process? Um, he sort of helped me shape my sound. So. He just said, you know, you're just trying to tell a story. You're just trying to, um, you know, get a message across. So don't overdo it. Just sort of relax and just try and say what you're trying to say um, instead of, yeah, I think. And he just wanted it to be really honest and lo-fi and, and raw because uh, I'm not like a pitch. I'm not like a pitch perfect singer. I'm not trained. I just just come across and I've got these melodies and I've got these words and he just wanted that to come across really naturally. 
Fantastic. Um, we're going to play a track from the EP now, which isn't out till next week. Uh, so we're going to get a bit of a sneak preview of, yeah. of the first track from the EP, Faith, Sex and Skin. It's called Catfish. Um, have you been catfished? No. <laughs> no, I haven't. But I, well, I love this song, so I hope other people really like it. Um, can you tell us a bit about it before we play it? Yeah, for sure. So it's just about how life is super spontaneous and how at any moment, any choice can completely change the direction of your life. And so, yeah, that's that's the meaning of the song. This is Catfish from Harper Bloom. We'll chat more right after this track. I was only 17, a clumsy busker. I hopeless lover and I... Lift all my day in shape in From her debut EP, Faith, Sex and Skin, that is Harper Bloom. And we're very, very excited here on the Tuck Shop at 2SER to have Harper on the line still. You still with us there, Harper? Yeah, hello, my friend. I'm still here. Yay! Um, <laughs> Thanks for spinning that track. No worries. I'd like to hope that that was like a first time it's been played on radio. I know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ukulele and all. Yeah, I'd love the ukulele. <laughs> Me too. It's so fun. <laughs> it is. Did, did you um? Did you just like twiddle with that a lot when you're sort of hanging around just playing uke? Is that like a, a little hobby or is it, are you like a pro on it? I mean, it sounds really good. Oh, bro. Um, no, just last year I thought, you know, I'd challenge myself in lockdown, try ah. a new instrument, <laughs> pick the easiest one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was just three chords and I just started strumming away and, yeah, I just loved playing that. Have you guys, you know, Hey Soul Sister? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I love that song and it just, it's just got such random lyrics and I just wanted to write a really quirky song like that. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. The thing I really love about this EP is the sense of like fun and lightness that, that comes through all of it. And the themes are on the record are arguably pretty heavy, but you've presented them in this, in this really sunny way. Was there kind of a deliberate choice in that kind of instrumentation and then keeping it really bright and light? Yeah, definitely. I just want people to feel good when they listen to my music. And yeah, it's, it's all about optimism and, and yeah, celebrating diversity and, it's all about positivity, so I wanted that to come through. Even in the um, songs that had deeper messages, I wanted them all to stay quite upbeat and hopeful. Mm. There's quite, as we mentioned, there's there's quite a few themes in here. It's obviously called, you know, faith, sex, and skin, and accept, accepting your own sexuality can be a very tough road. I'm gay. I yes. understand that entirely. Like, oh, okay. how did songwriting and music kind of help you through that kind of discovery process? And and did you find you were kind of like figuring yourself out through the songwriting as that it was as it was all happening? Um, well, I've known for ever since I was a you know little kid, as I'm sure you would have. Feel, feel the same um, but I think yes by writing it down in a song it just helps you and putting it out into the public it, it helps you sort of be confident in who you are and it's sort of saying you know I'm okay with this and it's okay to feel this way and you know it's just the same as everyone else it's universal it's a universal feeling it doesn't matter if it's with someone of the same sex or opposite sex it's all the same thing Totally. Absolutely. Amen. There's also a saying in songwriting that like that writing things down and is, is a way of explaining something to yourself. Um, did yeah, you get I, the sense in that? 
yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel that. And sometimes after you've written the song, it sort of you understand what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Maybe while you're writing the song, you weren't sure, and then the song sort of tells you the message. So definitely feel like that. That's really interesting. I, I love the idea that um, a song can evolve for not only the people listening to it, but also the person who writes it, um, and it changes its meaning uh, even after you've written the words. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've had that with a lot of songs. Yeah. Um, definitely walked my way, and yeah, catfish and and a few of the others that you'll hear on the EP too. Well, it's exciting that we're going to get you up in Sydney very soon, but you're also getting getting out to the, um, you know play gigs at all is going to be exciting. But uh, on the twenty fourth of June, you're playing at O'Sculligan's in Brisbane, and then the next day you'll be scooting on down to the Oxford Art Factory Gallery Bar uh, for a I couple know, of shows. That's going to be great. Hopefully, I'll get down and see you too. Um, and then back at the Workers Club in Melbourne on the twenty sixth, you must be hanging to play live. I know with the band, I can't wait. We're so excited, and we've never been. We've never played in Sydney before, too. So ah. it'll be a rip. And we got some great supports of um, Sam Windley and Kiri. So they're both uh, local Ooh. Sydney artists. So it'll be a lot of fun. And how, how about like finding musicians in Melbourne to sort of collaborate with in, in a band? Is that? I mean, I guess it's easy. I mean, Melbourne's a musical city. You know, everyone knows everyone. Yeah. But, but what was that process like finding those people for your band? And 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 how many? You know, people are you sort of in a big musical community now yeah um well, i was a bit lazy so i just sort of posted <laughs> it on a melbourne mu- musician group um oh, but yeah <laughs> instead of sort of doing the rounds and you know coaxing out someone from a from a live gig but i just posted on there and i found this incredible bassist and his friend um david who was they were already playing together in another band um so they were really tight rhythm section and yeah we've just stuck together ever since we get along really well so it's a good vibe very cool well we're really excited to um, to chat to you today and and to get you uh, up in sydney very very soon but everyone around the country should definitely check out your ep when it drops is it next friday yeah, yeah, this Friday. This Friday, Faith, Sex and Skin is the name of it. Six really beautiful tracks. Get on to Harper Bloom and uh, enjoy. Uh, we're going to play one more song from that EP now, Walk My Way. This has been released a little while ago, but uh, what, what's about this song that you, you know, makes you want want people to hear it about? You know, what's, what's, what, um, you, you, you picked it. Like I asked you yeah. which song we should play, and you said, Walk My Way. I'm like, all right, yeah. tell me why. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it's about chasing someone. It's about trying your luck. So you're chasing someone that you don't think is very into you. And then the whole time they were, you know, just as obsessed with you. So you never know what might happen. Love so it. try your luck. <laughs> awesome. Well, Harper, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us on the Tuck Shop here on 2SCR today. No worries. Thanks so much for having me. You guys are legends. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Thanks. Have a good one. See you, mate. Bye.